I'll go out with my camera and I, you know, take pictures of them playing. Then I'll send them the pictures like later. I don't even make them pay for that no, stuff. You like I'll send them that stuff. Like I just do it for fun. Yeah. You are the people that actually cause the biggest problems. But to then, our industry. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode five of Lensversation. And in this episode, Black Ramey and that boy Makobi have a sit down with Baron Edgar for a candid conversation about sports photography, pricing, and how white the balance should be. If you enjoy listening to this, it's probably that good. Meet your hosts. Hello, Kampala. Hello, everyone. Back here at Lensversation. Lensversation, episode five. It's your boy, Black Raimi. My name is that boy, Makobi. Most people would consider this Illegal. 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 Since we are the best and you agree with me, right? No need to debate. Welcome to episode 5. And uh, today, I have a very special guest on set. The longer way dead, Mr. Kavuyo. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Baron Edgar, uh, a photojournalist and... Uh, Eh? Photojournalist, sports journalist, and uh, YouTuber, all YouTuber, those things, all, those, all things. those things. Yeah. <laughs> guys, in, anyway, guys. if if Kavio had a name, it would, it would be this man. So welcome, <laughs> Mr. Edgar. How you doing? Uh, so yeah. bias, <laughs> bias. Baron is finally here. Bias. It's good being here. It's uh, quite amazing linking up with you guys. I mean, this is dark times. True. Uh, don't forget to stay safe. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy to be here. So let's, 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 let's get rolling. All right. Um, so today, today there's, there's, there's a lot of things we need to talk about. We've barely met this month because, man, December is uh, like super busy and stuff. But uh, to start off this episode, um, last week, um, I was on Twitter. I read this tweet from uh, one, there's a, there's a wedding photographer called... Uh, Jeff Makula pictures, right? And this is what the tweet said, yeah? If your wedding is this weekend and you don't have plans to feed your photographer, which is okay, now is the time to text and inform them. Not at 8 p.m. when they are standing in the line after a long day. Weddings start at 7 a.m. That way they will plan better. So Black Remy, I just need to I just need to pick, of course, pick both your minds on this. Uh Black Remy, you're a wedding photographer. You probably shoot weddings more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Do your clients feed you? What's what's what, what's your take on this? What do you think about this? Uh, of course, uh, clients who are like uh, <laughs> I'd like to say they're human enough to feed me, <laughs> to feed us the entire team. Yes, but I think it's of course there are clients who don't feed you. Mm. But I think it's uh, one thing that's happening these days. I try to stipulate into my contract yeah. that my team has to be fed. Okay. If you're not feeding the team, because yeah. just imagine this is a person mm. who was woken up at around five. Yeah, maybe they have breakfast for like uh, ten minutes. Mm. That's just like like breakfast. Mm. Then they're with you from around seven. Yeah, to around maybe because of coffee to around uh, seven eight. Mm. You get? Mm. And just imagine you don't give this person food. Yeah, how does it feel? Do you see yourself as a human food? <laughs> For because this is quite crazy, you know. Yeah. It's quite crazy, and people don't realize that we're also humans. Mind you, you've been on your feet working for the whole day, and then you decide not to feed me. Mm. How does that reflect? And they expect good work after yeah. that. Yeah. 
Guys, see now what we do is man. If you're not feeding us, mm. you won't kill ourselves from your function. We are humans. Yeah. You get? Yeah. You know the people who ride on the fuck that hey, we've paid you, we've paid you, suppose okay, mm. you've paid us. Mm. So is it okay for us to live to carry our equipment, go and eat food and come back? That's the question I ask you. Yeah. Not as if and leave, us, leave the wedding, go eat, then come back and stuff. That's the thing. Okay. You know? What do you think? Um, personally, I think photographers need to have plan B. Mm. You need to always have the plan B. If it's not stipulated in your contract, as Black Remy says, then you need to have plan B. Mm. Though, to the clients also, mm. man, we're working for you. Yeah, we are working together. I just mm. find it inhuman for you to stop the mm. creatives from getting something to eat. Yeah, they always have that excuse of the food is budgeted for, and uh, these, in these times where weddings have a few number, like very few people, yeah. they say fifty, so there are only fifty plates. There is nothing for photographers and videographers. Yeah, it doesn't really add up for me. But I've worked in uh, schools mm-hmm. during proms, mm-hmm. and you just, you just, you just have to plan. Yeah, like if it's not in a contract, guys, just plan for yourselves. Like move, maybe some snacks, mm-hmm. and that's it. Okay, uh, I have to, I have to, of course, agree with you. I think, I think, man, like me, I have, I have this, I have this, this thing. I always say, like, man, it's just food. Like at the end of the day, it's just food. Like there's no, yes, it's okay for you not to, 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 to want to feed your photographer, but it's just like a, a human. Like a human be human be, enough. Like just be human enough and be able to feed someone that's going to, you know, produce a good I, I, I just feel like because of but, where maybe the weddings take place, so yeah. these people take the food as something very, like very, very important. important. Like it's like just they attach a lot to it. But but no. for me I say it's it is just food at the end of the day. But of course if you're not going to oh, which actually which actually reminds me, mm. I have a wedding uh, tomorrow. Yes. Just after this episode, yeah, I'm going to call the client and ask them, "Sir, are you going to feed me?" me? <laughs> <laughs> but of course, I have to agree with Edgar. Just always have like a, like a plan B in case the client, you know, acts up. But also, yeah, it's important that you like 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 Raymond said, you stipulate that in your in your contract, just in case, like just to protect yourself and stuff. Mm. Then uh, moving on uh, from that. Uh, before we move on, yeah. just the last one about that guys if you want to get the best photos and the best videos Mm. treat the photographers and videographers very well because you see um the photos and the videos Mm. are the things that are going to tell the story long Mm. after the event yeah so how they come out to reflect a lot even if you have a wedding of one billion and mm. guys were hungry and they didn't maybe do some things well mm. they didn't capture let's say is it the giving the gifts those things that are mm. in the late evening of the time mm. even if the decor looks so great but these guys because mm. you know when you're hungry you do not fully focus yeah. like you're not concentrated yeah. so and these things are very visible like setting this setting that is light yeah. definitely guys about to make errors and they won't produce the work they won't they won't they'll be working at what is it called in economics yeah they won't be working at their full capacity (laughs) (laughs) a hungry man is an angry man yep you had the guys so bottom line hashtag feed the photographer hashtag (laughs) 
But if you're not going to do it, then just communicate early, like uh, Jeff said. Uh, moving on swiftly. Uh, last week, was it last week? Uh. The, there was a concert that happened. Omale and Thames, the big branch, which turned out to be the big concert and not the big branch. <laughs> and uh, guys got in trouble and my stuff. My guy, my guy. <laughs> it's been quite the ride for Uganda the last the last. Yo, days, on Twitter, so. it was Ooh. crazy. It's, it's been a bumpy ride. I think, there, I think there are two groups of people that you can never get in trouble with on Twitter. Those are Kenyans and, and Nigerians. Because those guys are like crazy. You, you, see thing, were... you see, I think it's this. You see, you may say South, South Africans. You see, South African will uh, start start the conversation properly and before you know it, they're in Kosa. Mm. Yeah, they're tweeting in Kosa or Zulu, or, yeah. you know? Like you can tell they're so busy, like, but you're not sure. It's okay, but now... You know you can easily relate to 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 the pigeon English, I was... the pigeon English and uh, the Swahili. Mm. So man, one day get you like time to get him part the name, man, <laughs> man. It is what it is. <laughs> anyway, um, so at the concert, I was watching a video, yeah, and uh, there was this guy. There was a photographer at this concert that was taking pictures of the concert of, of the guys performing and stuff. You guys, this guy had a strobe. At a fucking concert, a strobe. Are you sure? Ah, uh, for people who don't know, a strobe is like uh, I don't know if you've seen like those big umbrellas that photographers be using at weddings and stuff. That's what a strobe is. This guy had a strobe at a concert. He had someone like carry it for him, and they were using that to shoot. Like, why the hell are you carrying a strobe to a concert? Yes, I get you're supposed to do things differently and stuff, and it's your style and whatnot. Right. But a strobe, man. Uh, there is nothing to do with well, doing ma- things well, differently. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Why would you kill your rat with a shotgun? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Okay. Okay, you, you may have the resources. I mean, okay, perfect, you have the resources. Mm. But why would you kill a rat with a shotgun? That makes sense at all. Doesn't make sense at all. Scared a strobe. I was wondering, man. Like, can't you just get like... Um... You see, the hacks of shooting concerts. Mm. In most cases, the stage has perfect light. Yeah, usually has very good light. Like, enough light. I remember when I was shooting, uh, what's his name? I like various photos of blankets and wine. Mm. It was just my camera. My lens. That's, That's it. it. And you just make sure you get a, a, a lens that I think That's, opens pretty well. It's a 7200. It's a 7200 uh, f2.8. It's a perfect lens. It's a perfect lens. It's 16 to 35 f2.8 or f4. It's a perfect lens. I think even um, there's, a, there's a lens some guy had last week. Like if you're not able to afford those, there's 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 like there's like other options but, you can use. But there is no photographer that can't get access to the fifty. The oh oh yeah, the fifty millimeter. The fifty. Even, exactly. Yeah. Like I I use the fifty usually when I'm shooting in bars a lot and stuff. So oh. I don't understand how. And I remember I tweeted this, and then. Um, there's another photographer that quoted my tweet. Uh, Denise, you guys know Denise. Mm-hmm. Denise quoted my tweet and said, uh, well, uh, people do things differently. So I saw her tweet and I was like, differently, but man, I strobe at a concert just there. Yeah, guys, sense have, to have, me, have, 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 have you thought about inconveniencing people? Because we are here to work mm. and uh, people are here to have fun. First, there's a man carrying an umbrella in front of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This and remember, area. you have to tell him, oh, stand here. Yeah. So this guy is not doing this. Now yeah. stand this side. Like, yo, it's crazy. You, you yeah. can't tell me. And hold on, it was outdoors, right? Yeah, it was outdoors. 
Then second of all, uh, have you thought about the impact of this white light on the people on performing and on the guys enjoying? Like, and you're going to kill the 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 like the lights that they put on the stage. You're, you're going, going to, to kill, kill the all the, the, the beauty of the. You get what I mean? The vibe. Uh, so it goes down to what I always say, man. Learn how to use make your research. make a research anyway. Like don't just come. Anyway, uh, we're not saying be a video, but we're just saying, man. Okay, but man, I haven't seen those photos yet. Never doesn't make sense. And I'm saying you can't you tell me. Man, you can't I'm just tell me. saying, come on, man, come on. Okay, no. we'll try. We'll try and see. We shall look for them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we shall, we'll def, I definitely I have to look for those pictures and see how they came out. You know they what? might have created you know what some happens when you find them, right? Right? right. <laughs> of course, of course. They might have created some crazy, crazy art. Mm. Anyway, um getting right into it. Um if you if you're on Twitter you know that, and you follow a guy called Baron Edgar, you know that this man tweets about uh white ba- everything on his mind. Yeah, he tweets about everything. He tweets about white balance more than he tweets about anything political in this country. He will, he will actually sit here and say these guys are funny. Just that tweet. <laughs> you know? Guys. You get what I mean? He tweets about white balance more than anyone. So let's just guys, let's just get into this thing that this guy talks about all the time. White balance. What is white balance? How would you explain white balance to a layman? Uh-huh. White balance to me is um you trying to make something look as it has, as it looks like mm-hmm. by the eye like the have photo the right color yeah have the have the right color something like that yeah yeah that, that, that's according to me like the ambience of the area. Mm. The warmth or the the coolness the coolness of the area yeah. should not in, should not change how the, the scene looks like. Not just the, okay. This is the product look looks like yeah. when you take a photo of it. It should look the same way it looks in person. Yeah, that's that's what I think. White balance is okay. Remy, you have a pretty much the same mm. white balance. Mm, is literally that aspect of photography that gives uh, the photos their color. Yeah, that's. That's just it. Okay, I've I've been seeing uh, pictures on 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 Twitter, of course, where man they'll take a picture and then like it's either too yellow mm. or it's too blue, like it looks very like it's a good shot, but it looks very very weird. Yeah, pretty so, much. <clears throat> the thing about white balance, white balance aligns uh, with temperature. So something with temperature, I'd like to believe. Mm. White balance is temperature. Yeah. Mm. What gives uh, your photo, is it warm? Warmth yeah. is connected to temperature. Yeah. Coolness is connected to temperature. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Um, how does... How, how 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 would you guys say white balance affects uh, a picture? How would how, how would you? Uh, white white balance actually has a massive impact on the photo that you take. Mm. When uh, when you come down to us that do sports, uh, many well and uh, other different type of gigs where we don't we use natural light mm. and we do we don't have the time to like go and correct because the work is needed instantly. Mm. It impacts on how. Your work is going to look like. So would you say? Would you say it's 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 uh 
it's more hectic doing uh, uh, like when you like when you shooting sports for example and they need like the pictures immediately is it is it always important to like get your white balance right in the camera because you you have to like send the pictures immediately but, but very 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 true because mm-hmm. you know you are you going to give clients pictures that are yellow mm. very yellow that like the surrounding is also warm or you're going to give them blue pictures mm. And you know these days for the live events we have very picky influencers. Mm. You are hired as a photographer. The guy looks at the picture. He doesn't like it. He goes with his techno and takes the picture. Mm. And boom! Look at the hashtag getting messed up. There is a professional photographer that has been paid. So you need to be very accurate with mm. your white balance okay. when you're shooting some of these events. I think it's easier for like someone maybe shooting like 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 for example if maybe when you're shooting like a wedding cuz then if he doesn't get it right in the camera then he can he has time later to go and correct it afterwards. So let's just uh, break it down for people. So Raymond when you're shooting weddings what's how do you set your how do you set your white balance what's your do you shoot auto white balance or do you like set it and stuff like that you see um the the father and uh, the deeper you get into photography understanding photography and its concepts mm. the better the the easier for you to de- to determine what you want mm. understand mm. something when you're shooting like uh i don't shoot um auto i used to shoot with white balance but not mm. white balance the thing about white balance it determines the temperature of the environment mm. it's the camera itself to determine the temperature of the environment in which you're shooting so it gives the photo you're shooting temperature so when i take a I photo still, here i still shoot auto white balance occasionally <laughs> so when i take a photo here yeah the temperature is different from when i take a photo from outside yes because the uh, <clears throat> the environment itself has changed you understand yeah so when you go into the uh, like photoshop and you're editing the mm. temperature that gauge mm. shows something different okay but uh, the deeper you get into that. photography yeah the it the easier for you to 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 dictate mm. the kelvins you mm. want at the temperature you want for your photos yeah so i usually set uh, my temperature according to the environment i'm shooting okay my camera when i'm shooting just so for example inside church mm. temperature is usually different from when i'm shooting just the curtains yeah because it's a different environment you get yes so so you you in essence you say it's important to know to to have your temperatures right and know this temperature inside for example a church is different from that so you set it according to the surroundings you set it according to surroundings take take for example mm. uh <clears throat> you're taking you're doing food photography mm. you get mm. Food photography. What 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 impels you to 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 like uh, the photo? Mm. It's how the photo looks like. Yeah. The temperature of the photo, that warmth, that vibrance the photo has. Yeah. You get. So it's pretty logical that you'll shoot it in a warm aspect. Yeah. Uh, basically, what uh, Raymond is trying to explain here is, uh, let me use uh, a <laughs> very a simple example that you guys might relate with. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, pictures of. Of uh, Javas, they are a bit yellowish. They are warm a bit. That's what that, that's what he, that's what he means. So when you see such a picture, you'll be you'll be attracted to go and mm-hmm. eat there. That's the that's the warmth that they've. Imagine if they took those pictures and they were like so blue and stuff. It wouldn't be as exciting. The pictures wouldn't be as nice. So um, 
Uh, anyway, <coughs> all in all, the thing is, you know your white balance. Yeah. You get? Yeah. Because they're different. Yeah. There are people. By the way, no check the check your camera settings before you shoot. Yes. It is very very important. <coughs> when you're going to shoot and you want to shoot raw. Yeah. Shoot raw. Yes. You get? When you want to shoot JPEG, shoot JPEGs. The people still shoot JPEG though. People yeah, shoot. we do, we do. In sports we do. Uh shoot JPEG because um uh, we shoot very many photos mm. and in a short period of time. So if for those that have the higher bodies that are more expensive, mm-hmm. uh, they can shoot only raw or they can shoot JPEG and raw. But for the smaller bodies mm. uh, where they are saving rate plus the cards you use is slower. Yeah. If, for example, you're going to take 10 pictures in a second or less than a minute, mm. how how long do you how think that is going to save? The the to write, yeah. Writing speed. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Now, that actually, that will affect you. Plus, uh, we are still a little bit, uh, what should I say? We don't have the resources to actually store all these photos because I can live a match day. For example, a rugby game with 2,000 photos. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't yet made that much money to afford storing that much pictures. So because this I form. can do six games on a Saturday. I can start at 7 in the morning. I do a championship game. I do a university game. I do a midday game up to the evening. So mm. imagine I have 10,000 raw files. Mm. How much space is that? Okay. Ah, ten yo, that's, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> like, that's actually one up. Uh, <laughs> how, how many pictures do you usually shoot for a wedding? Like average? No, no, like five k? Uh, no, like two thousand. Like two thousand. That's oh, that's one photograph. Remember, there's a second photographer. Hey, that's yeah. So if they are just like also two k, so that's like four k. Yeah. Ten thousand pictures is a lot. Or oh, ten thousand pictures, um because now we, we we do not shoot for one company. And you can't for different different guys. Yeah, you are more of like a freelancer. So mm. I have to keep on sending photos to different people mm. and you can't give people photos that look the same. So the same, you have yeah. to intensively take photos. You have uh, to take as much photos as you can. Mm. Okay. So how would you how would you set your and of course guys don't have to agree with you you need to find what works for you when you're setting your white balance and stuff but I just need to pick your mind how do you set your 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 camera like how do you set your white balance and stuff like that like when you're going to shoot at events and stuff like that uh-huh. in, when, 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 when I'm doing spots that I love the most um, mm. the environment is a very versatile one it changes like, all the time. All the time. Every yeah. single minute you're changing something. Mm. So for us in sport, we do not have a particular way we set. Mm. We uh, we live in a fast-moving world. Like you might be shooting at, uh, let's say, a temperature of 5,000 because I like having my camera do what I want, not it do what it wants. So I use yeah. the Kelvin scale. I set the temperatures myself. Like I entirely set everything myself. Yeah. And our daddy is guys to, to do that. Like yeah. do not allow the camera to think for you at any one point. Mm. Command it and that's when you'll get the best out of it. Because if you want it to do for you something then you might 
you have to do get a few mistakes or you might want to do a lot of correction time that that's time you're wasting oh. so for us there's nothing like we use five thousand we use four thousand no. Hmm. You, just you just have to, to keep, be, changing. keep changing. Yeah, like, you need to read your environment yeah. and see: is it so warm? Is it so cool? Yeah. Is it night? How is the light coming on to the person? Yeah, and that's how you set it. So literally, okay. all in all, did you train me? All in all, the the underlying factor is not the environment you're shooting to yeah, determine very true. the to temperature and the outcome of your photo. Very true. Okay, um, I'd say. If you're just starting out and uh, of course you need to make research and understand but if it's still like a hassle for you because it took me a while to get the white balance and stuff if it's still taking you a while then um, just shoot raw and shoot an auto then you can fix later but please uh, make sure you understand how your environment works and stuff like that personally just before you leave that I'm not a person that encourages people to think about post-production mm. while shooting mm. do something right from sex about post-production okay always do something perfect get it right set. in the camera make sure you look for all ways of getting it right in the camera so mm-hmm. that you save yourself the burden of yeah. having or having to to correct spend things. so much time correcting later but you again the quarter capesa cutting you're trying to correct things oh, guys let you go let you go <laughs> the picture will just turn out pink <laughs> or green <laughs> anyway um let's uh, move on to so of course Brian, you're a sports uh, photographer yeah definitely um how how profitable is uh, is, is 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 sports photography in Uganda uh just before we get to how profitable it is yeah. i'll just like to tell guys something about sport mm. if you want to come to do sport yeah you need to love two things yes you need to love sports mm. Understand the sports. Yeah. Be a part. The, be a part of the sports. Mm. And you need to love photography. Yeah. You do not come to do sports photography because you want with, money. Because you want money, you're going to get frustrated and you make less than one. Because uh, in sports photography, it's about building a career and a reputation. Uh, yes. We live the same life as the athletes. Mm. You don't. It's so hard to see an athlete that. One day, and the other too. Yeah. Uh, Same uh, thing for a sports photographer. Mm. You, 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 you have to come from somewhere to up where you to get to where you want to. Yeah. Be. yeah. But it's 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 a profitable industry. If you look at the international scene, it's very profitable. But here in Uganda, yeah. it's a steadily growing industry. Okay. The growth the growth is evident. Mm. Uh, because I always tell guys, man, the first time I went for sports to take pictures, I was paid with one beer. <laughs> <laughs> but now I can go up to maybe charging a game a game five hundred thousand mm-hmm. or selling photos mm-hmm. like I can sell a photo at a given amount of money depending on the type of event yeah or the that the, the value of the game mm-hmm. is it a final is it yeah, a quarter yeah. final is yeah. it a big clash yes yeah so it's so is it a league winning try so so you charge you charge you charge uh pick you charge to shoot according to how crazy like maybe a game is or stuff like that no i charge according to what the game is ah 
but yeah. there is no standard charge because I sell photos to different people. Mm. So I have a different billing for everyone. I can't come on to cover for the team. I'll give them a whole game package. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. I will go to sell photos to an agency where I'm assigned as an, a contributor. They have a rate where we say uh, this number of photos, they mm. give you this, this amount. Yeah. There are these guys that want a one of their like, boss, we want photos. So are they the ones, <coughs> like the guys that you sell the photos to, are they the ones that 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 that, that choose out the pictures or you choose them out for them? And Definitely you choose them, you choose for yourself. Mm. Though you have to send them then, or they give you a, a list of what they want. Mm. For example, if let's say I'm going for a big one in, a, let's say football, there's a Vipers, mm. uh, KCC. Mm. The people, there are people that will tell you we shall need photos from you and you will ask them what kind of photos for example if it is the league sponsor mm. if it is the club sponsor they will want photos that look in a certain mm. way with their yeah, branding yeah. So, align with that yeah then there are yeah. those those mostly like to choose their photos themselves then there are these ones that come in at maybe the end of the game and they're like we need a photo mm. to do a story yeah. we need a photo to make a graphic for this so those ones most times newspaper guys yeah newspaper guys but those ones don't sponsors pay. they pay. Those are not like digital like pay <laughs> that's that <laughs> <my husband experiences. laughs> the time i was at uh uh shooting at la Peronis, i think um there was a, a shiba concert i think so of course, I was there. I was supposed to shoot, as because I was working for the bar. So I was there shooting. I shoot my images and stuff. And then this guy comes, I think, from Kampala Sun or or New Vision or something. Uh-huh. And then he's asking me for. So he tells me, uh, "You're going to shoot for me some pictures." Then he says he gave the most lame excuse. He goes, "I was supposed to come and shoot pictures here and stuff for the for the for the for the paper, but I forgot my camera." <laughs> Okay. Can you imagine? <laughs> Which like, photographer can like, get a camera? <laughs> I, you told me I forgot my camera. So he's like, you're going to shoot some pictures and you're going to give me pictures. Oh my God. So I ask him, are you going to pay for them? If I tell you how much the guy wanted to pay me, eh, mm. you just laugh. But let's just... No, mm, but, no, no, but... Hold up, hold up. What kind of is that? I'm telling you. Guy, someone guy will, told a me farmer went to that garden. Without a, a without a hole. What did you go to do? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> but anyway, for that now, mm. you need now to understand the industry. Yeah. That if it is a newspaper and they want photos to cover the event, yes, I am not part of the event. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to write the story for? Mm. The people. The people. Is it a club? Mm-hmm. If the club has paid me, I'll send you to the club. Yeah, to talk to the management. Go to the media officer, they'll give you photos. Mm. If you want photos from me, you gotta have to pay money. Mm. Yeah. I'm not here for vibes and exposure. You're not here for that one beer. Guys, so if if it's if they're writing a story for the sponsor, mm. if the sponsor has paid me. I'll send you to the media officer of mm. the sponsor to get photos from there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But there's in no circumstance you give out a free photo. Mm. If mm. the person wants to write the story, one of the two has to pay you. Either the newspaper or the people they're writing the story for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's it. If mm. they are from Kampala Sun, yes. you're working at La Paroni, they want a picture, 
a certain picture. Go and talk to the media officer or the PR or La Paroni. Yeah, which, which, get, which, which, which reminds me of uh, a friend of mine. Uh, I won't say his name. Took of a, he, he took a picture of a certain celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> just had to bring that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> and that photo almost turned the whole Kampala upside down, man. You guys! That was Yo, I almost man. got arrested for that picture. <laughs> you know what's funny though? I even asked her if I, you know the picture we're talking about. <clears throat> Is that, you can mention the person's name, right? Ah, come on. You remember that <laughs> <sh-> <laughs> it was making rounds and stuff Thomas got us in a lot of trouble even after I'd, I talked to her that, that, that that's how that's why buzz just even after I talked to her and asked her if I could take the picture and she posed well she still caused commotion afterwards but anyway mm-hmm. we're not talking about that that's, today. that's, that's why I was asking too much you, how do you take pictures in that yeah. you have to talk to guys man you have to talk to anyway guys if you want to learn how to do those bad things you will need to sign up for my master class you need to pay for, need to pay for that stuff. That stuff, that stuff is billable, man. Loot up, loot up. billable questions. Those are billable questions. <laughs> anyway, uh, what's what what what's the reception like though for sports uh, photography? Like, do guys payments and stuff? Speaking of billable questions, <laughs> I remember that tweet. <laughs> oh, somebody went into somebody's DM and asked a question, and the person was. Straightforward to them and told them the question. You need to pay for that stuff. It's billable. And the guy caught feelings, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was something about it. I think And the guy caught feelings with that stuff. No, yeah, yeah. no, I, no, exactly that is the experience you get when you come to sports photography. But it has improved over time because about three or four years when I joined Bug, man, people didn't know that you actually have to pay for these photos. Yeah. Mm. Like people I don't know how, what people think. They just think you have your camera and you're shooting for fun, I see. Yeah, I think I think the mm. uh I think they just think it's uh mm. something you do for fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't attach any value to it. Yeah, they don't want to pay they don't want to pay, they think you're just there to that pay. was before or even now. Some people still have that mindset up to now, but among with the sports photographers I know we've tried to make to show it to you that you you have to pay for this. Yeah. If not, go to the places I work for, the media houses. Mm. Mm. Like for example if I'm working for media house A eh? mm. and you ask me for a photo, I'll tell you. Are you willing to pay? Or you can go to the outside. Oh, you and can, then, can look and then download yeah, the and pictures download it from there. Yeah, no but if you want something for me, then uh, you have to. Pay. I think I, I I had that problem as well because um when when I was learning how to when I was learning how to to use a camera to do photography, right? I used to shoot sports a lot, and I used to shoot basketball like most of the time. I still do right now. I shoot uh, I shoot basketball for I hope's basketball academy because I work I am a part of them. That's those are my guys. Uh-huh. But uh, usually, like at basketball games, of course, I, I wouldn't call myself a, a sports photographer, but <coughs> I can shoot I can shoot basketball, yeah? 
So usually like when my friends maybe are playing and stuff, I'll go out with my camera and I, you know, take pictures of them playing, then I'll send them the pictures like later. I don't even make them pay for that no, stuff. You like I'll send them that stuff. Like I just do it for fun, yeah. You are the people that actually cause the biggest problems. But to then our <laughs> Yeah, no, How? because not everyone thinks that you're there, but they, you're saying no, 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 no. Listen, there's <laughs> like a particular, there's like a particular group. They're about uh, like probably six or eight friends of mine. Each time they're playing, and I only take pictures of them, like when no, they're playing and stuff like that. Are not used to paying for pictures. They're used, but they have this thing in them that the pictures come mm. for free. But then, the but then the thing is, people. Even even guys who are not like your friends and stuff, someone will get probably access to your number and they'll text you asking you for those pictures and stuff like that. So my question to you is, does that happen for on your side as well? Does it happen as well? If I showed you the number of unreplied messages of my photos I have in my phone, <laughs> you, will, you, you will be surprised. They are clocking to, I think, did he 100? Yeah. Like, from different spots you know, and there's stuff. There's that and there's a person being rude. I personally, the first thing. Hey, like, hello. Them being, them, them being entitled to you. Oh, nigga, I don't even like that, man. You get, you get what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, someone texts you, they're not your friend, they're not your. Because, like, if, if you're my friend, maybe I'll, recons- I'll consider, maybe. Because mm. my friends pay me for, 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 for work and stuff, but sometimes, you know, I'll just take and, you know, hook them up. Like, they're my guys. Mm. But then the problem I have are entitled people because they see with the camera, they think. Oh, send me photos and stuff like that. Mm, that's, the, mm. that's the stuff that pisses me off. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's actually, you know, our most. Sorry to say this, but uh, very many of the sportsmen are not that much educated about what happens in the media. Mm. Like I don't know if I have to say it, but I've said it, man, guys. You're not educated at all about the media and how. Well, are ignorant, man. Yeah, like <laughs> guys, I think most of them do not have management. Yeah, so. They just try to look for a way of surviving around. Mm. But what I do most times, if I'm shooting for media house, if mm. I'm shooting them for the event, yeah. I'll tell you, talk to the media officer, talk to the PR. Yeah. If you come to my inbox, I won't reply you. I won't reply to you. Like it's very evident. I don't reply to such messages of my photos mm. because man, I've taken ten thousand photos in a day. And you think I want to look then for your you picture? Then you want me to look through for your picture for vibes? Nah. I do guys ask you to remove like when you take sports pictures? Do guys ask you to remove their pimples and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have experienced that about four times. Yeah. I think last recently when I went to do something with a gym. Yeah. Okay, guys. Sorry to say this, but you, I was very disappointed because I don't know if I thought wrong, but for a boot camp, yeah. I think it's something sport. Mm. So uh, I I don't have to activities that I yeah to I don't have to do your face edit much and retouch and what you no. don't have to I don't think I have to do your face and make you look different I don't yeah. think I have to make you look mugged mm. <laughs> uh, but but but, like but yeah yeah like some but the client told me. You didn't, didn't you didn't remove people's pimples and what? I was surprised. <laughs> I had to go back and sit down. I had never like edited photos. I see in Photoshop. 
on something sport. Yeah. Never. What would you say? What would you say are the most interesting uh, sports that you've shot? Of course, I know you're predominantly a rugby photographer. Do you shoot any other sports apart from rugby? Yeah, I I I shoot. I'm just I'm known as a rugby photographer because that's where I make the most noise. Mm. But <laughs> and less money. <laughs> Definitely, rugby. There is no money. No money. <laughs> It's, it's a sad reality. It's a very sad reality. If you interact yeah. with the the likes of Henry Sekwe, yeah. interact with uh, Don Mugabe, mm. the different photographers that we work with on those lines, they will tell you, man, rugby is an elite sport, but surprisingly in Uganda, there is no money. If I start the story of rugby guys, we might not leave this place. Yeah. But um, most interesting sport, as a sports photographer, mm. you need to... Understand the sport. Yes, yes, yes. Very yeah. important. Mm. And uh, as a sports fan, mm. there is no boring sport. Yeah. So yeah, each yeah. sport is you fun. Think? Yeah. I think my I'd say and as I'll say this with my chest. Mm. Guys will come at me and whatnot, but I think for me, the most boring sport to shoot has got to be football. Wow. Then you you I, I you, you don't like understand the sport. But, I, uh, it's okay, guys. <laughs> it's okay. Like I'll, I'll say, this. listen. I'll say this. Oh, to man, my, you love football. I'll say this. I love football. I'm not a, a huge football fan, but I love. That's football. a point. I think that's the point. <laughs> now, as you a, see, as as no, remember what I told you guys. For you to be a sports photographer, you need to love two things. Yeah. You need to love sport. Yeah. Understand it. Then you need to love photography. Now, you see, do you know what? I would find shooting Formula One very, very interesting mm-hmm. because I understand the dynamics of the sport. Mm. I will find shooting motorsport, general motorsport. No, I. No, let, let me get down to you. Like mm. I would find shooting football very interesting, and it's something that is so fast. Like the adrenaline is like mm. all mm-hmm. going through me. Like I'm turning this side, I'm turning this side. The ball mm. is up, the ball is this side. Like it's mm. so fast. Like I wouldn't even doze. Yeah. Yeah, mm. and I would on a day that I'm tired, I could do on a rugby game. Mm. Oh no, really? yeah, because there are times when there's absolutely like no, no action, no action going yeah. on, like nothing but football. It's so hard, like guys are jumping the other side, guys, the ball is this side, it's moving, like mm. you keep on working a lot. Though in rugby, the ball could stay in a certain place for a given period of time. Mm. Mm. So it comes down to you understand the sport mm. fast. You get. And uh, I've seen you. I've seen you shoot golf as well. Yeah, is golf interesting to shoot? As long as you have, as as a sports fan, because I always tell guys, knowing football is not knowing sport. As a sports fan, there is no barring sport. It just comes down to you. You just need to understand the sport. Yeah. Now you will find someone that finds all ball games boring mm. because mm. they have not given them the time. Mm. Yeah. But when you give them motorsport, mm. but in motorsport, what is there? It is just cars moving, cars yeah. moving, cars mm. moving. Yeah. And then you find someone. I have a friend of mine. I think he's the guy who has uh, sort of gotten gotten me to start loving um, Formula One. Mm. It's called Lawrence. Mm. Lawrence loves Formula One. Yeah. They said, I think he was given a chance to sit in that car. Mm. Uh, I would call it orgasmic excitement. <laughs> yes. Would, I don't know. I think he would die. <laughs> Lawrence Mukesa said, I think. Yes. He is a very, 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 very huge fan of Formula One. 
We can literally be on a gig. The guy tells you, my pass give me five minutes. Let me first go on. You find the guy watching Hamilton drive. That's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. No, but the thing for me with so- soccer is, and guys, I can, like, I can, I can photograph football. Like on any, like you could give me your money, I'll photograph for you football, like very easily. But for me, like personally, and I have no pro- anything against the sport or what, but I just find it too much. Not very interesting see, for me. See, I love. You see what you've said. I love. I love. You see what you've said. I think. I think the most interesting sports to for me to yeah. photograph yeah. would have to be basketball. rugby and basketball. No. Okay, uh, but you see what you see what Emma said. Uh, but dear, you can give me your money, and I shoot your your football. That is guess. But dear, you can give me that money. <laughs> but this man is not. <laughs> like like like, cause you know, I might say that, and guys think maybe I can't. I can't shoot like soccer or what. But guys, eh? Of like, don't even try. Of or even on my off day, I can shoot. I could shoot that stuff like, at, easily. At, at, at times, I shoot. Uh, I shoot uh, once in a while. Rarely, I shoot with uh, pictures and mm. carry Lions League. Mm. That's why you find that those guys have. They really invest yeah. in their photography. Yes. You know, because mm. it's it's something good. Because this is this is an hobby from there, so mm. he's doing something he loves to do. Mm. You get mm. he's uh, he's been voted, I think, quite a number of times MVP or uh, best goalkeeper of the season. Yeah. Quite a number of times, so he just comes with a love for the school, I think. Yeah. So he does a photography for the entire Lions League. Mm. That's pictures. I mm. Derek. Okay. But man, you'll see the the importance of good photography yes. because the good photography that has uh that these guys have gotten mm. has helped to expound okay the, the yeah definitely what we are worrying that to see is yeah. are these things fun mm. yeah and photos do a lot to tell that story because you know it's up on social media it's all over the place mm. they're making jokes out of it and that's what attracts people mm. and this is what people don't realize about their photos photos are very important they actually sell you as compared to those influencers you pay Star Times FC more not Star Times FC you've seen that no. one picture those guys posted I think they even pulled it down they, they removed it right I'm not so sure after after I put my tweet that was the end for me because you know every time I do that there's a lot of storm in my inbox leave people alone this and that is that they posted but, a phone picture but but I, I don't I don't I don't it was a pills no because it was a man of the match uh, yeah man of the match yeah something. accolade yeah and uh now, guys, if you're going to, this is with a little experience I've had, guys. If you're going to put a hundred million to sponsor an event, why don't you get two hundred thousand, a hundred thousand, and you pay a professional photographer to take the picture of your investment? Mm. You scratch that, not a hundred thousand. Don't get a hundred thousand and give. Actually, I don't know. But guys, why 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 do you let your investment of a hundred million in sport look you like know, a, you a, a, I mean. a bottle of just you've given them a chipande to show man of the match yeah. and there's no value attached to it? I think that's not it. But I think if 
if if you're very stingy and you don't want to invest in the photograph and stuff if you're going to use a phone picture at least take a good picture i'm just saying but the picture was there just the, super super horrible what i tell guys there is no room for phones in sports mm. nothing nothing you, you don't tell me about a phone when you are doing sports these are pro activities <coughs> yes it's like saying we take the with a ring moment at the wedding with the phone Guys, <laughs> nice. that's a nice one. That's a nice one. <laughs> Interesting. But no by the way, there are people who will want to take that <laughs> on the wedding. Like those guys, who, like those guys who keep interrupting, like the photographer as they're taking on, the picture. On, on that they note, come with their phones. On that note, guys, the following two should not happen. Yes. I use my iPhone to take the picture. The photographer has already a lot of work to do and they have a pro camera. Mm-hmm. The, you, you guys need to actually make research on the image sensor, how big the image sensor in a phone is and how big the one in a camera is. Mm-hmm. It impacts on the quality of the photo that is going to be put out. Do with your iPhone X. Man, it's so small, very small, but I have something so big and I want to produce a better quality photo. So sit down and wait for the photo. Mm. And then the other thing is, please, at the event, if your phone cannot zoom properly, don't stress us. Don't, don't move in front, of the camera. in front of the camera. Just don't give us our space. We need the space to get that work yeah. proper because you want, you want to come in front of me then the next morning you want to ask for that photo from me. Mm-hmm. How have I taken it? If you are standing it, in yeah, front of exactly. me, yeah, yeah. Is, there is there is they are handing over a trophy, and then you come with your phone and you stand in front of me. This photo is needed everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, which reminds me, there's a t- there's, there's a time you tweeted something about uh, starting a YouTube sports uh, thing. How 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 is that going? Um, in my where where where, where 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 you want. A YouTube channel where you want to like, of course, educate people about these things and stuff like that. How is that going? Definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm in my last stages of creating this. I, I actually would want all of you guys. I'll definitely invite you guys. We, I'm doing it for mainly critiquing because I'm a mm. person that likes making research and stuff. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you need to sit down and, and, you're not, and you're not afraid to speak your mind. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we just sit down, just need to sit down and talk about the different things. For example would want to look at the different photos the funny photos that have been taken purple photos blue photos, blue photos orange, orange photos. photos sky photos yet people are looking you know, <laughs> weird we, we, need, we, need, we need to actually look at all these photos and discuss them while people are seeing so definitely I'm in my final stages yeah yes. so we should be expecting that YouTube channel soon right 2021 alright that's, <laughs> that's good stuff um uh pricing guys uh raymond you know um as a photographer one of the most um challenging things is uh pricing pricing your work and stuff like that uh just quickly what so when someone comes up to you and tells you i want you to shoot my event blah 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 and stuff like that how do you how do you determine what price you're going to 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 impose on them as the client what determines um what determines how you price a game? How do you, how, what's, what's the thought process like for you? What usually happens is this, huh? mm. I usually have packages. Yes. Okay? Yeah. And those packages sort of cut across a variety of platforms. Yeah. 
If I told I have introduction packages, I have Coachella packages, I have wedding packages. An introduction is different from a from a wedding. Yes. You get that. That's yeah. that's why difference. Mm. And the other thing is if I told it's a product it's a product shoot, now that's a different pricing. Yeah. A product shoot you have to look at what do you need? Yes. What do you you know? Those are all the things you have to ask yourself. Mm. Different uh different uh kind of gigs require mm. different prices. Yeah. You get yes. Somebody may come with a specifics that I want this, I want this, I want this, and that means you'd have to sit down and calculate and calculate mm. and then try to come up with a you know mm. uh, an appropriate sum. Okay, and Edgar, how do you how do you usually price? You should, by the way, I uh, I forgot to ask. You shoot, uh, do you shoot events as well? Like apart from sports, do you shoot like maybe birthdays or showers or what, or stuff like that or, or what? Um, I do not do oh, anything close to those. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I don't like Kuchala photographer. This man, so this yes. man made base. Yo, photographer, best best intro. Guys, what are we? I'm not by the way. By the way, it made a lot. It made a lot of sense. Yeah, but best Kuchala photographer, best introduction photographer, best Kuhinjira photographer. I feel like that stuff should be in one category. In one category. I I think it was just to make his boys happy. Whoever. I think, yeah, yeah, I think that's why there's a possibility. Yeah, like let everyone. But quite honestly, you see, okay, you could say best portrait photographer, that's okay. Yeah. Best uh, fashion photographer, that's, that's okay. okay. Weddings are weddings. Yeah. Weddings are weddings. Ekurinjira is a traditional wedding. It was just, it was just oh, too God. many. Anyway, did you shoot anything else apart from sports? I am branded mainly as a sports photographer. The rest of my side gigs are mainly events. Like what kind conferences, of conferences? Conferences. Uh, the online events where they require photos instantly. Yeah. Yeah, those kind of things. Where just I'm just a person that isn't into cross production work at any cost. Like oh, I like doing yeah. things okay. instantly. So, so how do you how do you usually what how do you usually price what 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 determines how you price your 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 gig? Um, sports photography has generally made my life something that is always changing mm. like I wouldn't have a standard rate mainly in my field of sports mm. photography because I told you the photos go out in different forms mm. I have a package if I'm shooting a game mm. Like there is that package. Mm. Then from that game, I will sell photos mm. to news agencies. Mm. Yes. Now those ones also have their own billing. Then there are these people that want their photos. For example, agents of um, players. Yes. Then there are newspapers that would want a one or two photo. Yeah. It's all different billing. But when I was uh, making some research. Yeah. Um there's a gentleman I've forgotten his name, he classifies photographers into two. Yes. They are commercial photographers yeah. and they are social photographers. Mm-hmm. The commercial photographers um are the pros where each picture mm. is bought at a very expensive price price. Yeah. These 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 are guys that um you pay for everything. Yes. If, for example, you see how Remy has a team. Yes. Mm-hmm. If Remy is going to come alone, mm-hmm. you pay for Remy to come. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. If Remy is going to carry two cameras, you pay for Remy to have two cameras. You pay for those cameras. You as pay well. for those cameras mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. If 
Vroom is going to have an assistant to carry the lights. You pay for, you pay for that the assistant assist, yeah. and the lights. Yes. If you require post-production work on those photos, you have you to pay. pay for that post-production work. Yes, well. you have to pay for like everything about the gig has to be paid for. Yeah. Your frame is not moved from somewhere. Mm. You have to pay. Then there is now those mainly work on the business to business mm. like where they do photos for let's say editorials or adverts those are the commercial photographers entirely commercial so their billing is different from the social photographers where okay we mainly get money of um i think the extras for example printing photos yeah. mm. uh doing boards doing albums that's why we mainly do what yeah uh, but then Pricing is a very complicated thing. Mm. The more I read about it, because most photographers are artists. Yeah, yeah. They never look at. They never look at the business side of the. They, yeah, they never the, look at the, the business side of it, and they don't look at paying themselves. Yeah. They mainly look at, for example, he, Remy. I don't think Remy. You actually think about your value at the event. Mm. Like. You, you you do not bill for Remy coming yeah. to shoot you. Yeah. You bill for soft copies, soft copies, albums, yeah, hard copies. Interesting. That, 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 that's all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you need to actually bill for Remy to come mm. to your event. Yeah. For me to work, mm. most guys actually even pay the assistants and forget to pay themselves. To pay themselves. Yeah. 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 And it's quite a complicated thing so about pricing you need to understand what you're doing mm, mm. like if it's a wedding you need to look for each and every single point you can get money from guys okay speaking of weddings though um there's there's always this the how how then do you deal with uh, uh problems where i don't know if you guys if this has happened to you guys but a client will come to you and they tell you mm. um they want you to shoot probably uh, a kuchala, right? And in your head, a kuchala is just two families coming. It's a very small, intimate uh, event and stuff like that. And then you get to that. Ev- so they, they basically under understate what the event is, right? Mm. So of course, in your head, you'll quote according to what you shoot, what what you charge to shoot the kuchala. Mm-hmm. And even when you're preparing, you pre- you're preparing for a kuchala. So you probably just yes, carry ask you a small card. Mm. What is the difference? Be- what? How do they call kuchala in English? The first official visitation. First official visitation. I had a bad experience earlier yeah. this year. Yeah. Well, a client told me a kuchala, and, and then you get that in intro. Yeah, yeah. So, so now in such now, situations, how do you handle that? Nice. Here's the thing. The moment that happens to me, I get to kuchala. You see the first thing, by the way, these days. You tell me a kuchala, I tell you how many people do you expect, I ask you. It's the first thing I ask you. Yeah. You tell me, uh, a kuchala, you don't expect anything more than 30 people. You think it's too big. You get? Hmm. Okay, that's okay. I'll come and shoot. Then you tell the me moment a I get there, I'm seeing a tent here, a tent here, a tent here. Hmm. I have to come to you and tell you, this is not what you have got a point. Yeah. You told me a kuchala. This, this is an only a kuchala. Yeah. This is uh, because I had I had a scenario where uh, somebody contacted me to shoot a kuchala, mm. but unfortunately I had a wedding that I was busy. Mm. You understand? Yes. So what happened is this: I told my friend, 
uh, a colleague I work with to go and shoot. Mm. The colleague reached there, he found four bloody tents. Four tents in the compound. Yes. It was that big. So what happened, we had to sit down and renegotiate that you have to add this light some money. Because this is not what we agreed upon. Yeah, but but guys, I think clients need to understand that if you tell me a kuchal, I will carry a certain type of gear. Yes. If you tell me an introduction, I will carry a certain type of gear. So lying to me does not help you in any way. You know they lie to you in the in 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 because in the hope that you know you charge them less money, but then it looks bad on your side because if I come and I prepare for Chala, I'll probably maybe carry, carry one, one card, one camera or stuff like that. And then I get there and have this much work to do. It looks bad on my side as well. Mm. Yeah. So I think uh, then uh, I wanted to ask some photographer. I've talked to some, some of my photographer friends and they usually charge, you know, hourly rates, then flat rates like for that day and stuff like that. Mm. But do you think that stuff is applicable? Can you charge people like hourly rates and stuff? Yes, it for- is applicable actually. The, you see, I just sort of put it on hold, but I, I had actually started charging per hour. Mm. Per hour. Because when you start charging people hourly, yeah. they get to realize that, oh man, this guy is serious. Okay. Not a single minute of his time should be wasted. Yeah, they take they take you a bit more seriously. People start to honor, you make a deposit, people start to honor uh, timing. Mm. Because you make an appointment with someone and tell them we are, we are doing this photo shoot at exactly 4 or 3 yeah. p.m., mm. the person arrives at 6. Yo, like you don't have anything else to do. What do they take you for? They think. They think that this this this, this thing. Uh, clients always have photographers come late. Photographers this. So now I, because of how sports has groomed me, you have to be there On about time. an hour before. Mm. Yeah. So I'm always yeah. there. Yeah, like you because you know they're signing in now. These COVID times, you have to present COVID tests. Mm. You have to do this and that. There's a lot of shit to get mm. into the zone one and zone two of the pitch. Yeah. So. I actually put it to everywhere I go. Like mm. I'll get there about thirty minutes before. Yeah, it's already programmed in your Yeah, it's already programmed. To get there so and stuff. I get there. Let's say you say the wedding starts at um nine. Yeah. Guys. Now let me give you a very good example. Uh, over the weekend, uh, I, I shouldn't choose this example, but man, guys, I was so hot. Um, I was in Ginger yes. for a cousin's wedding, uh-huh. and they tell us the girls are going to be ready by five in the morning. Mm. <laughs> I check into the hotel, guys. They made sure I check into the hotel on Friday for the wedding on Saturday. Were you shooting or you were just attending? I was shooting. Okay. Um. So we we check in late about midnight. There's a lot of traffic. Yes. So we sleep up to five mm. and we wake up. But I guess people might already be set. Mm. Because they're saying they wanted to have morning a morning shoot, this and that and that. Mm. We woke up at five. They hadn't put breakfast for us because that wasn't part of the contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even moving out, you know you can't get anything to eat for the team. It's too early. It's, uh, too, it's early. too early. So we wake up at five. You guys haven't slept enough. They have a long day ahead of them. Mm. Five, six, seven, nothing happening. Mm. But they said at five you're going to be ready. Yeah. Uh, that's why I think we need to start that time. Yeah. 
charge per hour. I tell them for when is your wedding going to start from nine to seven. Mm. You build them according to that. Any extra then time any out extra, of that, extra time that they, any extra hour they take, well. you just build them. Because guys take, I think, photographers for jokes. You don't give them food. You want to make them work up to midnight. Mm. You start late. They come so early. Guys, I think I can have like a photo shoot of 250,000 before I come for your wedding. <laughs> it's Saturday. is a very busy day for us. By the time someone gives you the entire Saturday, you need mm. to respect that and keep time. So imagine you waited from 5 up to 9. That's mm. when the guys started working. Okay. Mm. Then uh, 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 some people, of course, uh, they uh, their rates are based on uh, on on speciality. Like if you specialize in a particular a particular genre of photography, I think you you're able to to earn more money from that than. than <coughs> for example, I'll give an example. For example, um, if I went to shoot a sports like a game, a sports event, I would probably be paid less money than Edgar would be paid for because you oh. specialized in that particular no, genre. No, I think it's not about specializing, yeah? Mm. Guys, what I keep telling you, make research. Mm. You get, mm. you need to understand the type of gig you're going for mm. and you need to scoop all the opportunities out of it yeah. you get if you're going to go for a game make research of how the photos look like and who are your possible clients mm-hmm. you get like i think they are you see how the paparazzi are at an event uh-huh. yeah. they now they understand their market they know that if there's a wedding i'll shoot shoot run print come back and uh-huh. sell you get uh-huh. because they understand now if you came and you didn't you are paparazzi also and you think you're going to keep your photos and sell them later with the official photographer <laughs> guy you got to make losses so now for me in sports i know who are the people that need these photos yeah so i'll try to approach them okay. and show them that I am around just in case you need mm. photos. Okay. Now, in a bar, mm. you might be shooting for the bar. Yeah. But mm. I've shot in a bar before, so I know there are people that might want their photos. Yeah. So you can make that little man yeah. of that. You can tell them, give me like a 50k, I yeah. give you your photos. But if you, someone didn't have research, Shoot for laparonis, they give you your 400 to 500,000, you go. But mm. now, for you, you have an extra 50,000. Yes. You get mm. You can buy a meme card, okay. or it can cover your Pluto mm. for that time if you're using Pluto. Mm. You need to look forward to getting the extra income out of whatever you're doing. Yeah. yeah. If you go for a conference, there are guys that want their photos to be printed. Yeah. Because you know, there are conferences you go to, and there's that delegates thing. Mm-hmm. In front of a person, so yeah, someone yeah. that wants his photo printed on a boy, you need to like now look forward of getting that body to that person so that you get that extra 10,000 or yes. 15,000 or 20,000. You just need to make research and look for what people want, okay? Yeah, how would you, Remo, how would you strike a, a, a balance between uh, you know how different photographers charge different money mm-hmm. depending on uh, maybe probably the name or experience or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you strike a balance between um, how would you 
you know, like when you're pricing, you need to get, uh, you need to get, uh, you need sort of get like a knowledge of what other guys are charging in the industry, mm. and then you sort of strike a balance with your brand and stuff like that. Mm. So how would you strike a balance for you to be able to stay relevant and still be able to make money even amidst maybe guys who are probably charging more than you or less than you and stuff like that? Uh, the, the thing I always tell people is I will charge you my money as well. I will charge you what, you are worth. what I am worth. Yes. You get it. Because uh, what uh, there's a saying, I think it's uh, don't buy it, don't buy it more than you can chew. Yes, yes, yes. You get it. Yes. The thing is, I'd like to, what I usually do is I will tell you what I shoot for. Mm. And then you tell me, in most cases when you tell a client what I, what you should for, they tell you, no, but I have this one, he does this for this one. <laughs> what I'll bluntly tell you is, go to our side. Go to our side. <laughs> you came to me for a reason, right? Yes. You get mm. I try to advise that man. What I'm going to give you is this. Yes. You know? Mm. <clears throat> I am going to give you my whole. You get mm. And in most cases, a person will complain that, why does you even charge more than this guy? What? Mm. I tell you, man, honestly, it's okay. You can kind of use the person. I have no problem. I wish good for you. You get mm. I'll be honest with you. Mm. You get yeah. But I think it's, I, I, I charge what I feel I'm worth. Yeah. You so you don't really uh, pay attention to what everyone else is charging you? Of course, you have to know the uh, the market value around. Yes. You get Yes. You have to know, but you have to back up your pricing. That's it. That's okay. pretty much it. Back up your pricing. Okay. I, I think I agree with him. Yeah. Uh, man, do you know there's no market price? There's no market price mm. for creatives. Yeah. Because this is something. There's no market value well. for, for you being a creative. There's no market value. What, so, you, what you can sell, <coughs> 150. Another person will say yeah. yeah. So now where is the market value? There is no market value for photography. It's just you being confident with In what your, you do yeah. and you need to be able to pack up. To pack and up I think and I think people and I think fellow photographers <laughs> as you price your stuff confidence in your skills and your work is also like a very big factor it plays like a very huge role for you to be able to have that bargaining power and be able to price your work accordingly confidence the, the, the time key. i learned this is the time i started doing international gigs yeah where international mm. companies ask you for photos and you know i was so excited mm. they told me they are giving me about is it 200 something dollars for 18 pictures yeah. Only 18 pictures <laughs> as a guys. Mm. I have hit the jackpot. Those are the gigs I want. Now I will surprise you that you will find a photographer saying one picture the money has given for 18 pictures. Mm. Mm. Now that's that, that, that's the bit about sports photography. Like you, you can sell a picture up to $1,000. Dollar, yeah. If it's a big picture, photojournalism, the mm. president has collapsed. You have the first picture, perfect picture. <laughs> right. out. When yeah. the guy is going. Yeah, when the guy is in going. In action. <laughs> you mm. Like you sell that picture so expensively. And then now, for, for us, uh, the black photographers, as the time as interacting with Edward de Trump, we are, we are not valued as much as the whites. Mm. But I want to check and 
guys sell a photo, each sports photo, $500. Wow. Each photo, like, me my 18 costs 200 mm. Someone, yeah, someone else the same, the same company out. was mm. buying photos from someone, $500 a picture, $200 a picture. And man, we are doing the same thing. Yeah. So actually, man, bring just bring bring just back to something. We should we should learn to value. We yeah. should learn to value our worth. Mm-hmm. But because I, you go to certain actually see certain countries like take for example the US and they will tell you that every hour of a portrait session is a hundred dollars. That's how much, around three hundred eighty thousand. And here is three hundred eighty thousand. Here you'll ask you. Here you'll ask a client for three eighty k to shoot a birthday, and they'll make noise. Mm. That's the point. But yeah. and another thing, eh? something that I learned is guys, we are passionate about what we do, yeah. but let's not passion overshadow the business part of what we do. Right. Very, it's so, very important. It won't pay itself. Exposure won't pay rent. <laughs> mm. The time I, the time I broke out. When my pictures were trending on Twitter, like man, I was happy. I would shoot even if I'm not paid. Man. <laughs> like I'll just come and show up at a game, take the pictures, put them out. In the retreats, you go to a. In the retreats, nere. Exposure. Exposure. But 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 you see now what you're saying about staying relevant. Eh? Yeah. Now that's a very hard decision to take. Mm. Like, never think about staying relevant. Yo, if your work is good, you're relevant. Whether you yeah. have clients or not, or not yeah. you are relevant. Yeah. Because time comes that I'm no longer selling a picture, mm. a whole bunch of 18 pictures at $200. Mm-hmm. Now I have to break into a bigger market yeah. where I'm selling, let's say, each photo at $10. Mm. Okay. Or well, I'm selling it at 20 or $50 per picture. Uh, when I was still making research before I came here, uh, a photographer said that transition is usually hard, but you need to accept that yeah. you developed price have prices have to increase, and there are always clients. Yeah. Okay. You just have to keep looking. There are always clients. True. You know, the, when when you do economics, there's that thing where some people do not buy some stuff because it's cheap. Mm. You need to look at. Such things, like you. If I've now moved from doing weddings of two ma, I'm now doing my minimum is five ma. The first month no client, second month no, no client. client yeah. mm. You just now need to. She says, um, maybe you're looking where I used to where I used to to, to make the two M. You're looking in that market. Mm. Now you need to open your eyes to a, a new market. market. So guys, keep breaking the circles of your prices. Like, mm. Yeah, I'm selling at this. I'm doing at this. They keep going up. There are always clients. People will always appreciate good work, and they'll pay for it any value. And I think, and I just to add on to that, and I think as photographers, you need to. I think people like when you're starting out as a photographer, you always have this thing of like you need to work. You, you always have this thing of wanting to have like work like all the time yeah even even if even if probably the gigs are not paying as much you want to have th- that much work i think as photographers when you're pricing and stuff i think it's important to have uh, less gigs that pay more yeah other than having very many gigs. people seeing you working and stuff and you're still broke as hell guys it doesn't I, make I, sense i think i think that's what we did years back at the entry level I you know to be me too like <laughs> when i started there's this photographer i used to look at like as a as a fan of this guy i can't even mention his name now because like 
stuff it does. Like I look at the stuff it does, I'm like, this is stuff was no more, no more, no more things. Yeah. Like that guy would have gigs like from Thursday to Sunday, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. I look at this, I look at this guy, and I'm like, yo, God, like, like God needs to give me to be busy all this, but it doesn't make sense being busy like that, and the gigs are paying you very little money. At least have very few gigs that are quality and they're paying you enough money yeah and i think something i think my conclusion is like guys we need to we need to do this work to create a, a legacy Mm. Not let's not think about today. Let's keep thinking about the future. Yeah. 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 When I was starting out as a sports photographer, man, you see they're paying me in one beer. There's no money. <laughs> guys are doing bad, bad, these birthdays. Mm. My friends know Bana Josh. Don't they know me and those things? Those Personally, things. I don't like celebrating my birthday, mm. and I do not like shooting birthdays. Mm. I do not like shooting these small, small. I call them funny. Events because you man, we shall celebrate your birthday. <laughs> 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 so, guys, let's, let's work on creating a legacy, let's work for the future. Let's, yes. let's look at the future always because now, while they are still getting the 200,000 for birthday, hmm. for like they work a lot, me even just going for an event and taking two pictures, I make more money than them hmm. because I may take. The mm. winning try mm. and I'll build it different. Yeah. Plus when you're coming into sports you need to create a legacy so that people actually know you so that you don't get bounced, so that you don't have to pay all uh, the time. Yeah. Yeah. So like you need to build something. In the weddings you need to have the consistency and the good work so that mm. people don't well, know you when because people see that Indian Avana is in the place. Yeah, they know what's happening. They know what's happening. They know what's happening. <laughs> like, you know what time it is. Yeah, like you need to build the guys seriously so that you do good work without that much pressure. And Thursday, I have a bridal uh, birthday something. Oh, then so you, have, have for, you have something like, guy, if you're going to do, for me, if I'm going to do a game, I don't want anything than the, the day before. I just want to relax. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that I go for the game fresh. If I have to go to do a wedding with the guys, I like going fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you just don't spend on yourself a lot of work to mm-hmm. get the small money around. Mm-hmm. Keep doing good work, whether little or not, and to create a legacy. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay, and uh, lastly, guys, um, so if if there was a good gig opportunity but the pay is not in your range your worth and by good gig opportunity let me just uh, probably give an example you're supposed to shoot a wedding maybe in the uh, what places are nice probably in the Bahamas Bali no in Bali now let me give you a perfect gonna take... example of that uh-huh. the, what we usually face yes let's say you are given a UN job yes. but it doesn't have Good money on it, mm. but you're shooting for UN or to do Yeah, perfect example. UN, I can say it. So, okay, here, here 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 the thing, huh? what, 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 what? Here's the thing. Yeah, in most cases, don't let the client tell you because I've had bad experience with the client telling me now. You see, when you do this kick, 
<laughs> you think about it. Be your decision maker. Yeah. You should make a decision whether yes. to shoot or not. Or not. Yeah. It should be on you. Don't let the clan dictate. You see when you shoot this thing, this one is going to get married. He has a brother getting married. He has a brother getting married. <laughs> so they will all call so you. So they will all call you. No, it doesn't work like that. By the way, it doesn't work like they that. They never call you. <laughs> they never call and you see. And you at times you look at the photos they've, they've taken of you and like you see, you see. Okay. It's okay. It is what it is, man. Yeah. But the underlying factor is uh, you be strategic enough mm. to know what the gig will get you mm. and what it won't. Yes. Be a decision maker so that once once it happens in the future that what could have been mm. doesn't work out your way, mm. you don't blame yourself. Yeah. You, actually, you'll only blame yourself. Mm. You get because you you'll have made the decision mm. and be content with the decision you make. Okay. You get. Yeah, that's a difference. So right. I, I think my take on this is, guys, learn to say no. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be in between. Don't do not have room for it will get me this or this if it's below a certain amount of money. Mm. You get if it's you in and they're giving you a hundred thousand. If it's whichever organization, say no with one heart. No, because my friend. I used to have that thing of let me just go and do I get gigs from you in and the guy told me if you accept a hundred thousand that's how everyone in the guys, circle that's how everyone in their circle yeah, yeah those guys will never be willing to pay you more than a hundred thousand oh. yeah they'll always come crying with the same line and you always fall for it so just learn to say no yeah if yeah, you say right. man my minimum is a hundred thousand two hundred thousand five hundred thousand mm. i don't do a wedding below five hundred thousand whether it is for the prime minister himself the president himself you no. need to pay me this you need to pay me this if you can't no mm. like man i've always had to go through that depression of like man i should just win but Man, I'm always looking at the future, like build for the future, guys. Those yeah. guys won't give you more than a hundred k going forward. They always want to give you fifty k. Because yeah, this is to, our guy. I have to agree with both of you guys because you need to, like Raymond said earlier, you need to be your decision maker. It should, it should, it should be on you to decide whether you want to go and do that or stuff, and just determine how, how. How that will you know help you as a uh. photographer? Uh, this has been a, an a amazing episode. Any last? It's the longest episode we've ever recorded. Yeah, it's the longest we've ever recorded. Because I think it's the only episode you're recording this this month. It's yeah, December the month, same, right? December We can't we can't do another episode. We'll only be doing this one this month. So any last words for guys? Okay. Um, I don't have anything, man. All, all I, I think all I can say is, man, it's been quite the episode, man. It's been, yeah. it's been a good one. Yeah, it's been. Uh, I think my last one, guys. I would use uh, one of my favorite photographers' line. Mm. He says, "His life is a battle against mm. time." Yeah. Like you, you, you always are against time. Mm. Always be ready. Mm. If you at the event, always have that finger. Yeah. On the focus button and on the shutter button because you never know what might happen. Like True. always be ready, yeah. always have the right settings that you do not think about post production. Like let your life be a battle against time. True. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, thank you very much for listening. As usual, like I always say, if you listen to this uh, podcast and you found some sense in what we said, please use it. 
and uh, better yourselves as photographers. If we set some noses, uh, uh, see about the noses and use uh, what's important. One might just use the noses. We can always uh, link up uh, on my chaotic handle at Baron Edgar 8 on Twitter. Yes, can sir. Always... <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> we, I'm always there and I'm open minded. I'm always ready to discuss the different things about photography. God knows how that 8 came along. <laughs> <laughs> you, had, you had the man. Uh, yeah, let's get Let's recap, discuss, we can share knowledge. The industry, there's no one perfect. We are always learning something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. True, true story. Uh, thanks for listening. Remember, you can find this on uh, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Radio Cast, Spotify, Radio Public, all listening platforms, guys. Uh, we thank you very much for listening to this particular episode. Uh, Merry Christmas, guys. We'll see you in uh, January 2021. 2021. In, in the new Uganda or in the new year? We shall see. We shall see. Thank you for listening. Lent version, we're out. Peace. <laughs>